Welcome to the Trelongo Track, your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Spoiler alert, she's not. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and we are talking the good, the bad, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Plus, I'll be giving you tangible strategies to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24-7, because nobody really wants that. So let's jump into the episode. I actually considered not recording today. (laughs) I will be honest with you as always that I am just getting off a five day solo parenting stint and one I don't know how single parents do it and two yesterday was the first full day that Jeff was back and I took a two-hour nap I had to just reset my entire nervous system because being home alone with five toddler five toddlers with (laughs) it felt like five toddlers oh my god two toddlers for five days is insane. Absolutely 100% insane. So here's the deal. When you listen to this episode, I want you to know that I wasn't going to record this because it was supposed to drop on Monday. As I'm recording, it's Tuesday. And the little gremlins in my head told me just to not do it. They told me that I was already behind. It doesn't matter. And for a second, I believed them. And then I slapped myself across the face figuratively and was like, it doesn't matter. People don't necessarily listen to your podcast episode the moment it drops. I mean, maybe somebody does, but done is better than perfect. And I know that is the cheesiest, most annoying thing that anybody can ever say, but it's so true. So what is my choice here to just decide to skip the week, push it back, not be consistent, or to record this episode now, put it out a day late, and most people are not going to notice. And even if they do notice, they're not going to care. And if they do care, they're not my people. And I'm sharing that with you because I think so many times, whether it's starting our business, starting a workout routine, starting to be consistent in our content, creating a program we want, we're always waiting for the right time or we're always waiting for the stars to align. And the truth is, especially if you're a mom, that's just never going to be the case. I have learned, especially over the last four years, that there's always something. There is always something and you can choose to be a Debbie Downer about that. And there are times where I have been, maybe you have been too. So you can choose to be a Debbie Downer about it or you can get hella focused in on your priorities and what you really want and focus there, close out the noise and get it done, even if it's not perfect. And that kind of leads into what we're talking about today 
A few weeks ago, I did the day in the life of a mompreneur when my kids are in school and when it's like a full focused business day. And so today I want to do a day in the life of a mompreneur when the kids are home. And I don't mean the weekends because weekends are kind of a free for all for us. But I wanted to give you a peek inside what a day looks like for us on a, on a day that the kids normally wouldn't be home, but they are, but it was planned, okay? So not like a O-S-H-I-T moment, but they have doctor's appointments and so it's easier to just keep them home. It's a school holiday, so the school's closed kind of thing. Whatever the case is that we have planned for them to be home. So, I like to break my day into seven parts. And what I've started to do with the kids when they're home, which they love, is get a blank piece of paper and kind of draw out pictures and write the words to to plan out our days. (coughs) So here's how I break my day into seven parts. We have breakfast. We have our morning activity. We have lunchtime, nap, afternoon activity, dinner time, and bedtime. Now that doesn't mean a morning activity lasts us the whole morning, but I'm very much in the mindset, thanks really to Busy Toddler. If you don't follow her, you totally should. She's amazing. Um, I'm in the mindset that I do not want to overly structure my kids' day. I want to put in these anchor points that give them some structure, but then leave things open for them to use their imagination, get creative. Actually, it was super cute last night. So when my kids come home, they definitely need some kind of wind down activity. Um, And it's just not always realistic, as I'm sure you know, for me at five o'clock to sit down and just like hang out with them the whole time. And mostly it's because like we got to eat dinner. We got to take a shower. We got to do all the things. So if I know it's a night where we don't have a crackpot meal or whatever, I set up an activity for them. So we've gone off the rails for a second. But so last night I set up, I gave them each um, like a cake pan and a cup of water and a little bit of soap. And then I had put a couple animals in there so they could give their animal, not real animals, but like their toy hard, like the little people animals to wash them and bathe them. Um, And then a couple minutes in, they each asked for a straw so that they could mix the soap and the water. Cool, give them a straw. And then all of a sudden, they're like giggling their butts off. And I peek around to look at them and they are using the straws to blow these super cool, big, huge soap bubbles in their pants. It was so cool. And they had come up with that all on their own. So for me, it's really important to have structure, but then give them space as well, because for me... I want my kids to be independent and I don't want them to constantly look at me for the next thing. So I'm trying my best. And if you have older kids listening to this, you might be like, good luck with that. But I'm trying my best to make that happen. So that's why I break our day into seven parts. So breakfast time, morning activity is something that I set up for them so that I can do other things. So the morning activity is typically play play-doh or you know wash the animals or some stickers and coloring something like that that gives them a little bit of a wind down activity some space 
or not a wind down activity, a morning activity gives them some space so that I can clean the kitchen after breakfast or do my social media post or whatever it is. And then they really are pretty good at playing independently. Sometimes not. You, you know how it is. Every day is different. So we go into lunchtime, nap time, and I do the same thing with the afternoon activity. Maybe we're going to go for a walk or we're going to get in the pool for a little bit. Dinner time, bedtime. So my goal with breaking up the day into seven parts is to know what space I have to get things done around the house or do very small work tasks if it's a planned day that they're going to be home. So when I'm planning out my week, and here's a really, really important part, even more than like breaking the day into seven parts. When I'm planning out my week and there's a day like this, a planned at-home day, I do my very best to not plan any work items. So we get our cal- the kids' calendar, you know, a month ahead of time from school. I'm blocking those days off from my clients so that they can't accidentally schedule something. I'm putting it on my calendar that the kids are going to be home. I'm even putting it in my digital to-do list that the kids are going to be home so that I know I'm losing six hours of work time that week and I need to adjust accordingly. So if I have to work, I will do my best to keep it in that nap time area or if I have to get up early and do something, I will. But if I have to post or reply to DMs or answer a few emails here and there, I'll do that when they're having their independent activities or during nap time. So it's super similar. Days like this, it's super similar to how I was scheduling my days when I was first building my business and my kids were home full time. I had to set a theme to each day of the week that would allow me to make sure I was getting things done at home, make sure I was getting things done in my business, and then also have a little bit of space for myself. So a Monday might be a home day and during nap time I was doing the type of chores that you can't do when your kids are awake. So maybe that's cleaning the bathrooms or meal planning, maybe it's meal prep. Those are the kinds of things that I would do during a home day. And then I would even schedule a personal day. So sometimes when your kids are going to be home and it's a planned home situation, the best thing you can do is just plan for it to be a personal day, I like to call it. And during nap time or rest time, you have no expectations and you watch TV or you read a book or you do whatever you want to do for you. The biggest thing for me with breaking the day into seven parts and when I'm planning my day, planning accordingly and having realistic expectations is that you're being proactive. Nothing is worse than on Tuesday realizing that your kids are going to be home on Friday, but you had expectations to get 14 things done on Friday that now is not going to happen. Or you overbooked your week and were planning to kind of chill on Friday for yourself, regroup before the weekend, and then, oops, my kid's going to be home. And if you're listening to this in real time, it's July, and you're probably like, we're in the middle of summer. Like, I'm just trying to survive. And I, I get that. I do. But now is the time to start being proactive when fall school time 
comes around. When you get those calendars from your kid's school that's blacking out the the off days and the vacations and the teacher conferences, the very first thing you should be doing is blacking them off in your calendar and planning accordingly so that it doesn't negative negatively affect your business or negatively affect your mental health. One of the things that I've had to learn the hard way is your business has to live seasonally as well. So if you've been around for a while, one of the things that I talk about is I don't take the summers slower in my business because for me, it doesn't make sense. One, it's hotter than Hades here in Orlando. I don't want to be outside. It's basically like our winter time. It's so miserable to be outside that we keep it to a minimum. But you talk to me come October, November, December, January, and all I want to do is be outside and doing all the fun things. And so I plan my business according to that. You will dra- you will see me drastically slow down in how I show up, what I offer, what I'm doing come October because I want to pull my kids out of school on a Friday and go to Disney. And I want to be able to spend much more out time outside doing things that I love and not being stuck behind my computer. And so at the end of the day, this <laughs> at the end of the day, the most important thing that you can do whether your kids are home for a day that you know they're going to be home for, whether we're looking at fall, whether we're looking at them going back to school is to be proactive with the expectations that you have of yourself. And that can really look like I I love to do, you know, bird's eye view planning. So for the quarter, for the month, for the week, and then really be realistic day to day. And the way that you do that is by knowing your priorities. The way that you do that is by knowing how much time you have maximum and worst case scenario. And I'm going to do another podcast episode soon talking about what to do when the poop hits the fan and your kids are homesick or, you know, something happens that's outside of your control where you lose time that you had planned to work in your business. But for now, I want to tell you that one of the best things that you can do for yourself is set your priorities. And if you don't know how to do that, you can grab my free webinar, Build Your Business Without the Mom Guilt, and it'll talk you through setting your priorities and theming your days. And I'll link that in the show notes so that you can grab that. Um, But knowing your priorities, because one of the hardest things about having an online business is there's 80,000 different things that you can do at any time. You are you have 72 different ideas in your head all bouncing around that you're excited about and you have to get really clear on what your priorities are so you can focus in on what moves the needle the most when it comes to those priorities. And that matters on a day when your kids are home. So if you If you think about it, you can look at priorities on a big macro level, but you can look at them on a micro level too. What are my priorities for the day? What are my three things that have to happen today and everything else I can let go so I can enjoy this time home with my kids so I can be focused on them and still feel productive in the sense that like the walls aren't falling down around me. 
it always and forever will come back to priorities with me. And so that's how I want you to look at your month, your day, and your weeks because it'll help you stay much more focused and zone in. And that's kind of, to me, the secret of being more present in your life is always coming back to why your pri- what your priorities are, why they matter, and are the actions that you're taking related back to those priorities. So that's all I have for today. Thanks for listening to this episode and I hope that you will get really clear on your priorities. Go download that free webinar if you don't know where to start and I'll see you in the next episode.